I know I haven't been posting. You know, you go into wondering about where you should be doing this content. Should you be doing it on Instagram? Should you be doing it on Twitter? Where should you be doing it? But this past week, I've just hated social media because obviously I watched a black man get murdered. And it was just too much. I mean, thank God we haven't be said we haven't been sensitized because at the same time you're like, we've seen this happen before. I am black. I am in South Africa right now. I was born in Zambia. I have had the privilege of traveling the, the continent a little bit. At, at least I've been to the hot spots. Kenya, Ghana, Nigeria. You know, so... I grew up... I was born in the 80s. And I grew up on African-American culture. And them being black, knowing where they come from. I mean, last year I was in Ghana at the year of return. And we lived that story. We walked through the steps of slaves. We were in the cells where they were bunched together like animals. And the floor is made up of a mixture of feces, skin, and blood. And... It was really hard. I've always felt that connection. For me, they're my brothers and sisters. Everybody who knows me will tell you that I've been saying as far back as um, when social media hit and we started to see it. I mean, we, we knew about it and, and then we started to see it. I, I started to say they need to come home. It's something that I say. And so being at the year of return last year, living in a commune with African-Americans and Jamaicans and, and, and people who are coming home, our brothers and sisters who are coming home, I'm like, it was just so beautiful for me because I saw it happening a long time ago. And I know we're still nowhere near there, but we are starting and after this week and watching that happen, I, I just felt like, oh, my God. No. The message is free. And I realized that I was stressing myself unnecessarily by worrying about how I need to do this. I need to speak because that's what I do. I just speak. And the reason I even picked this up right now is because racism is the reason for all of this. And I am somebody who does believe that white people in South Africa specifically are going to play a very important role in changing racism in the world. Because look, the reason I've always found South Africa special is that it's one of the only places in the world outside of America that has all the cultures of the world here able to claim the place as theirs. And it's in Africa, a resource-rich region. If white people in South Africa 
and Indian people in South Africa, people who really are from here, they're South African. They don't have any other place to claim as home. If they really turned around and looked at the black people and said, we are from the same place, let's work together. Let's not lie, we are divided in this country. I hate it when white people insist there's nothing wrong. It, it just, it kills me because if there was nothing wrong, this country would be beautifully successful. There would be none of this happening. There would be no racism. There would be no EFF. There would be no ANC. There would be no DA. If the people were one, the people are not one, and that's why those organizations are just going to take advantage of the people. This is, this is how it works <laughs> everywhere in the world. And because here, unlike America, the majority is black, you have to allow for black leadership to lead. It has to be black culture that leads. It has to be black culture that leads and integrates everybody else's culture for us to create something. <laughs> the thing is, what people don't understand is that <clears throat> everybody is necessary. Everybody is necessary. Every culture that exists on this planet is supposed to be here, and every culture has something to contribute. I know the rhetoric out there is, is, is so divisive and negative, and that's why I, I, another reason that brought me back here, because that machine is built for that. I am realizing that the social media machine is built for that kind of expression. It's not built for positive expression. It's built for frustrated expression because it alarms you. You're getting this news like this. You're getting opinions like that. <laughs> of course, you're going. It's it's going to be your your response to it is going to be reactionary. You know, it's not going to be proactive. It's going to be reactive, and that's why again I've come back to podcasts because I'm like, no, no, no. I want to be proactive. I want my conversation to be proactive, because there I really don't like white people. I hate white people. I feel like I hate white people when I'm on social media. And then every time I step back, I'm like, no. I can't hate white people. <laughs> They're people just like me. Yes, we are different in our cultures because of where we were born, because of, of the land we came from and, and, and those semantics of it. And yes, those semantics of it are important to, to why we're here on this planet today. But as a whole... As a whole, this is my brother. This is my sister. But, and I'm, I say this because I know a lot of white people don't get it. And, and that's why when I, 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 I don't, when I'm talking about white people in my frustration on those reactionary platforms, I'm talking about white leaders in the world. White people rule the world. Let's not, let's not, 
let's not play this game like we don't know what we're talking about. And this is specifically for white people because I think everybody else in the world knows that white people rule the world. You know, the Chinese took their culture back. That's why these contests there because you're no longer in control of that situation. I mean, look at the Middle East, all of that, just so you can be in control. White people control the world. When I'm talking about white people, I'm talking about the white people in leadership. I'm not talking about my white neighbor who is a single mom living with her son upstairs. What the hell? Why would I be talking about her? She's just as much a victim of this as I am. Because let me tell white people something specifically, and everybody, I guess, who should know this, is that, and the virus, I think, has taught us this, Leadership is willing to get rid of any of us. The white people in power, when push comes to shove, they will get rid of some white people too. If they unleash the virus on the world consciously, why are you thinking that they're here for you? Even in white society, if we remove everybody else and we put you guys alone, there are some white people that have to be at the bottom that are dispensable because that's how this shit works. You happen to be lucky that you share the same skin color as your leader, as the leaders of the world. And so because of that, you get some benefit from it. But when push comes to shove, those people will get rid of you too. And that's why it's so important that you, my neighbor, you can't be doing shady shit like <laughs> clearly not saying hi to me because I'm black. Because yes, there are some people like it, it, white people, the culture that you have brought to Africa is crazy. The fact that we live in these complexes and we don't talk to each other is insane for me because I'm black and I was, I grew up in a black community. Black people talk to each other <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. We have boundaries, trust me, but you can't live in the, you can't live on top of me and we don't talk. And I don't know what's going on with you because if I hear you scream, I must come and help you. I mustn't think about it and say, I don't want to, I don't want to be in their business. Are you kidding me? You are screaming. I must come and check. I must come and be like, yo, are you good? But because your, your culture says, mind your own business. And that's why I say, when we are here in Africa, let black culture lead. Because the only value Africa can add to the world is black culture. White culture is sold from Europe. White culture is sold from America. White culture is sold well, I guess, from everywhere because you went and colonized everybody's culture. <laughs> but although, again, the Chinese Asians are taking their, their shit back, you know, I, I, and, and I think it's, it's just a great time to let Africa go. <laughs> like the fact that France only is allowing Africa to finally have its own like, that shit is crazy. That's just a couple of weeks ago. It's just a few weeks ago. So for anybody to claim that they don't know what we're talking about when we say white people, 
white people own the corporations that are fucking up the planet. I beg. <laughs> Who has cut down all these trees in the world? And now we live in a time where we're like, no, guys, that's not how it's supposed to be. Let's look to indigenous cultures of the world. Even in America, look to the indigenous cultures of Native Americans. Because indigenous cultures knew how to live in tangent with the environment. We elevate that. Yes, we know why people, there's something that you're good at. You're good at, at, at hungrily going after progress. And when we, when we study your history, we understand why, why you are hungry for power. But that culture is no longer necessary today because it's going to destroy all of us. Your need for power, your domination, like it needs to stop. It just, it needs to stop. And for us, the rest of us, where it might never stop, it might never stop. I mean, these people, they're comfortable, you know, the system is comfortable. I mean, the fact that Jeff Bezos is a trillionaire and that money is, is, is sitting there when people are poor, he doesn't need that money. But the system allows him to have that money. His employees are poor and he, he doesn't need that money. He could live 50 lifetimes in that money and he would still be comfortable and there would still be changed. So like, why are you not making conditions for you? As, as the company gets rich, everybody in the business should get rich. The only justification for somebody being a trillionaire is if, if the lowest paid employee, in the, the cleaner, is getting $100,000 a month. That's the only justification I can have for somebody being a, 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 like, okay, as he gets rich, his employees get rich too. It's, it's proportionate. He's actually giving back the value that these people are creating for him. They're the ones who are creating it for him. Yes, you started it, but to sustain it, to, to grow it to where it is, you haven't done that alone. The community, like for me, I just don't get that. But again, it's, a, it's the system. It's the system that is now being exposed where people who we need, doctors, nurses, teachers, we, we treat them like shit. <laughs> the most valuable people, we treat them like shit. We don't give them, we don't even give them, not even as, as again, I was going to say this shit might not end. We, they might not change. So we have to change. We can't be a part of it anymore. We have to change. We can't be a part. We have to say, you guys, if this is what you want to do, go ahead. But the rest of us can't be involved anymore. And there's a lot of stuff we can do. A lot of stuff. I'm going to be like, my life is dedicated to that, to creating a new system. We have to create a new system. We have the tools today to say, guys, we can't play your game anymore. And I'm telling you, that link is tied to Africa. That reality, that new system is tied to Africa and black people. Because black people, our culture is, is, is everybody's beginning. The beginning is African culture. Everybody's culture begins in Africa. 
That's why everybody in the world, you have connotations of Africa. So you have to give Africa back so we can give it back to y'all. So we can give it back to the planet. Like this is the key. Unlock Africa and the whole world is going to be okay. I know it sounds cliche. I don't know. It's all, but it's the, last, it's the last thing for us to now move into a new era of an awakened society. We now are going into the age of technology. If we're going to go into the age of technology the way we are, yes, Terminator is going to happen. But if we go into the age of technology, open-minded, more conscious, driven by love. Like, guys, there's nothing not to love here. <laughs> I really do hope I will be able to inspire people to get there, to that place where you feel love for everything. Because when you open up your entire being to the universe and everything in it, it's so beautiful, man. Like, it's fantastic. And so, a new day. I'm making the commitment to make myself better. It's hard to change. It's so hard to change. I mean, I've been going through this change process for like three years, I think, like consciously. Consciously, it's been three years. But even every year, I feel like, oh my God, I'm still, they still... They still and there's always gonna be still but that's the commitment and I hope other people can make that commitment too <laughs>